Hello, everybody. Scotty Milos here, scottmilosfranchisecoach.com. Another episode of All Things Considered Franchising. And boy, do we have a special treat for everybody today. Um, you know, uh, the world is filled with, with great people, people who devote their time into helping others. And then there's the people in the U.S., at least, and, and in the world, that uh, devote their time servicing their country. And uh, I have the great privilege, honor, um, and, and we kind of connected together um, just by accident, I guess, um, and uh, it's to have someone here who has uh, been in the Army for eight years as an Apache helicopter pilot, and that's a big wow for all of us out here. Um, I'd like to welcome uh, Lachey Bacon to the show. Hello, Lachey. Hello. That was it's... an emotional intro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, first of all, I, I'm sure most of our listeners or all of our listeners out there are going to say thank you for your service. I mean, that's uh, it's 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 uh, it's a big commitment. It's a big choice in life. And uh, we just want to say thank you. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and as we always say, wish everybody wish you and the people you're serving with Godspeed and as, as you continue on that journey. Um, and you've been in the army for eight years now, correct? Yes, and July will be eight years. Thank you for your support on all that. Oh, no, we we appreciate yours. Eight years in the Army. Yes. Um, and if I remember correctly in our conversations over the last, oh, it's got to be 12 months now, um, you're one of a handful of women that are actually an Apache helicopter pilot. Is that correct? Yeah, there's not very many of us. Um, and the numbers aren't really growing either. I think at the same time in my unit, there was at max that were actually pilots. There was like six or seven of us okay. out of almost 70 pilots total, uh, just in my unit alone. So the numbers aren't growing and they've never really been big. So it's it's going to stay pretty small. Wow. Well, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to, to have you on the show, Lachey, is, is that not only are you a veteran, uh, someone who continues to serve, although you're looking somewhere down the road, uh, you know, maybe possibly exiting, but you're also an entrepreneur. Uh, you have your own personal training business. Yes. And then you and I connected uh, uh, probably, it's got to be eight, nine months ago. Uh, I it's think you, while, yeah. yeah, you responded to one of uh, uh, one of the ads of running on a certain uh, uh, opportunity, business opportunity, yeah. and we kind of took a left turn. Uh, and you uh, invested into the healthy vending machine business. And so now you were diversifying your por portfolio and uh, kind of building from there that exit strategy. And I know we always talk about exit strategy here on uh, uh, on my show. Um, but talk about your entrepreneurial spirit. How did this all begin? Uh, obviously, you're, 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 you're very health conscious. You believe in eating the right food, staying healthy, exercising. But- Army business person, that transition. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about that. You know, it, it's 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 a it, it's a big decision. Right. I mean, the army is a big decision. Nevertheless, owning your own business, but how did you put it all together? Your mindset, and go from there. Okay, so yeah, um, like you said a second ago, we did just kind of meet on accident. I was just googling things, and a couple of years ago, I was like, man, I know I'm not going to renew my contract. So I need to figure out what I do, what I'll be doing. And so I was, the more I thought about it, um, I mean, throughout my life, I've just gotten more and more involved into fitness. 
And so I was like, I know that personal training would be something that would help me support myself after I did get out, but also something that I think I'd be interested in. So I went ahead and got my personal training certificate. Um, I started out going through a course at Body Design University out of Atlanta. Um, they are a school that goes way more in depth into the actual teachings of being a personal trainer and everything that goes along with that. Um, they're not nationally accredited like ACE or NASM are, but I use them kind of as a segue to get that because um, like you in franchising, they have those links to those nationally accredited associations where if you go through their course, you'll get way more in-depth knowledge and like one-on-one -on -one experience with an actual instructor. And then they also offer a discount in getting that nationally accredited certification afterwards. Okay, great. So um, I have my personal training certificate through both Body Design University and the American Council on Exercise. Um, and then, and now I'm currently working on getting my fitness nutrition certificate uh, through ACE as well. So I started there and I was like, man, what do I want to do with this afterwards? I don't want to just be a personal trainer. And so I was like, I want to open a gym. Like I want to own my own gym. The everywhere is already like, <laughs> and I right. have been um, already told about that. I, people were like, warned me essentially like oh well that's not going to be successful because there's already so many of them and then like but my original idea i was like but this isn't something that somebody else already has so that idea just kept growing and growing i was like all right i can't just go from getting out of the army have being served as a personal trainer and opening a gym it's not going to work out for me right so i need to have something that is going to offer a semblance of passive income for me that's not going to be a lot of effort or require a lot of attention um and before you and i thought about that together i came to you i i happened upon like a landing page of yours as i was googling right things. yep and I was like, I never put my information in these things, but let me see what happens. <laughs> I was like, insurance. I was, I'd worked with an insurance broker before, and I, that was a great experience. So my franchise broker, that sounds equally as great. <laughs> let me just try that. Well, out. thank you. <laughs> and it great. did. It worked out great. It was super easy working with you from the very beginning. I was like, man, all I had to do is tell this guy my information, what I was interested in, and he's he's hitting the road for me like he's got this so, so let's talk serious. about let's talk about yeah. that journey for a second because that's yeah. interesting because you know um and again i talk to a, a lot of people not a lot of people but you know the, there are people like you that i talk to every day and did you find as you started this journey of on, being an entrepreneur even starting your personal training business that it was kind of a little bit of overwhelming process for you. There was a lot to con consider and it wasn't like you woke up in the morning and right next to you was this checklist of things that I needed to start my own business. I mean, was it, was it kind of that overwhelming at first? It was because I had, I literally had no idea. I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea what kind of things to be looking for. 
I had no idea where to start. So in speaking with you, I think originally I had said, yeah, I think I'm interested in maybe starting a small franchise gym so that I can move into opening my own gym facility. It's going to be bigger. So I'm just going to use this to help me set up for that. Right. That's right. So I started quickly come to find out that I did not have anywhere near the capital that I needed to start something like that. And so we were like, you need to scale down a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) um, which was totally fine for me because again, I've never been in business before and just starting out with all of this being so brand new, the scaling down was going to be really important for me. And it is still definitely super important for me. Um, I'm, I'm still not very deep into my health by bacon, healthy vending. Um, I don't have my machines out yet, but hopefully in the next uh, couple of months, they will be. So that's going to be a really good segue for me anyways. Um, because as we talked about just before we started recording, um, my sister, I brought her in to be part of it. Um, so that's going to save me a lot of time and effort in my transition out of the army moving and then getting everything else set up so that's great that's great definitely starting smaller than what you think you need to be in the beginning because as we quickly found out together i i I could not i couldn't even start like like financially there it was almost impossible for me to start where i wanted to and that's okay Right. Yeah. But as a, in, in our early stages conversations, I, I said that, you know, I think that we both agreed that you were not going to get upset on the things that you couldn't do, but focus your attention on the things that you could do. Yeah. And that kind of leads me to your, your process and how you, you know, kind of put everything together because um, you come in, people come in with bigger goals or dreams and then really sit and then really are taken uh, are kind of given a reality check, I guess, on what they really can do. So as you look at the way you went into this process, I mean, obviously you had bigger goals uh, and I think you still have those goals and I I would encourage you to keep those goals and dreams. They are well on their way. Don't worry. (laughs) So, but as you go at, at, just to kind of steer some people and help some people out who are maybe thinking about business ownership. Is it fair to say to have the smaller conversations first rather than the bigger conversations kind of like really get a handle on the financing side, the financial side, kind of get yourself situated Mm -hmm. on where you can go financially, what you'll be able to qualify for if you're looking for funding and then go from there and find the opportunities that kind of fit that model. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think, Something I know you probably talked about this before and every, a lot of people bring this up, um, is building teams. And I, I had heard about like the importance of doing all this throughout my life, like throughout college, throughout, um, the military and then other podcasts I was listening to, cause I started listening to entrepreneurial podcasts and just building really good teams and building teams of people who are stronger in expertise in areas that you are not that expert in. Um, so I'm a big fan of not wasting too much of my time trying to figure something out that I don't want to be an expert right. in. 
So why not go spend some time talking, reaching out to those people who are, because you're going to get places so much faster than trying to figure it out yourself, or if you have too much pride and not asking for help. Um, because after speaking with you and where we ended up, I was like, man, that was really great. Like that, happened. <laughs> Thank like, you. that was super easy. Awesome. Right. Let right. Just, let me just go find this other person. Cause I have these questions about this topic and that's what they're an expert in. Let me just go talk to them. Oh, got my answers. Okay. So now I get to move on again. That's um, great. It, that's great. It's like I'm playing both. a board game almost everything, everything. I mean, business is kind of a game. And well, you come out of the military and, and, yeah. and, and in the military, in a sense, there is a process to what you do. I mean, that's why veterans like yourself do very, very well in business mm -hmm. ownership, especially in franchising, because you know how to follow a process. Yeah. You know, we have a philosophy here over uh, in, in my company that, you know, there are two types of entrepreneurs. There is the visionary. A lot of what you had coming in, that vision, I want I want to. Yeah a specific type of uh, health and fitness studio uh, had vision of healthy, you know, options. And, you know, that visionary that wants to put all the pieces to the puzzle together, the menu, the operations. And then you realize, wow, there's a lot to do. And then I got to go out and run the business and create revenue. And yep. then there are people like yourself now, I think realized after going through the process and our discussions that franchising, whether it's a license agreement or like what you did, that the support is there to help you just implement and delegate the systems that are already there. You're not reinventing yeah. the wheel. Is that a fair exactly. assessment? Oh yeah. I'm a big fan of delegating. <laughs> I'm a big fan <laughs> of not reinventing things. Like the wheel already exists. So we don't need a brand new wheel. Maybe we need one that works better for what you're trying to do, but you don't need a brand new wheel. So I, I am a big fan of that statement, yeah. If reaching out to our audience, if there are veterans there now, you know, we're, we're reaching out to some veterans, uh, people that are for the first time thinking about entrepreneurship, business ownership, whether it's a franchise or their own. Um, obviously, you started out uh, as a personal trainer. What words of wisdom or what encouragement can you give someone or pass on to people about business ownership, whether, like I said, whether it's a franchise and independent, what, what would you, your advice be or guidance be to get started in the process? What, what should, what should be their first step is, is the first step? Yes. Make up your mind that this is what you want to do, or is it just go out and learn? Cause I encourage people that you have to put yourself in a position to want to learn before mm -hmm. you can make a decision. I mean, what advice can you pass on to those first timers that are really thinking about business ownership? I, I would say don't get discouraged whenever something isn't going in the timeline that you want it to. Um, if there's something that you really want to do, then you can do it. It there's, there may be some obstacles that you have to go through, but nothing is stopping you. Like you will be the only person that stops you from doing something. So if, if something comes up in your personal life, if something comes up down your path of business, um, then just figure out how to fix it. Like okay. I found this quote that says, why worry about things that you can't control and why worry about things that you can? So 
if you're stuck, just figure it out. Take a breath, ask the people around you, seek out other people. And that's something that I did with you. Even after we found the naturals to go vending, I still came back with you to you like you did. Yep. <laughs> with a couple of questions. And so just keep those people around that have your answers because you never know what kind of question you're going to have bring up. So throughout your persistence and throughout your journey, just like you said, learn and just figure out your problems, figure out those solutions, because that's going to be what brings you along the furthest is just not giving up because you're yep. going to be the only one that gives up on you and if there's people that do end up giving up on you, then maybe they're not meant to be in your journey. That's and a great just, point. That's great. Yeah, that, that, that's great advice. Keep those people around who are going to be helpful to you, who benefit you. Do you feel, and again, and I don't want to put you on the spot here, but um, you chose the path of um, a franchise organization, a license agreement, set up like a franchising uh, with mm -hmm. the support mechanism there. And you did some research and spoken to some other franchises and yeah. kind of dug in. Do you feel that those people that may have um, some, um, I don't like to use the word issues, but are really looking for the assistance and guidance, whether it's once a week, twice a week, or know it's there, that a franchise may be a better option than trying to go out and reinvent the wheel and put all those processes and systems together for themselves, just in your experiences, because oh, yeah, you, you're sure. an independent as well. I mm -hmm. mean, so you, you're, you're kind of right. looking at from both ends of the uh, telescope, sort of speak. Right. So. Yeah, uh, I will say it has been a lot more work <laughs> trying to building up my own business uh, then it was getting into the smaller version of a franchise that I went with. Um, my franchise still isn't up and running, like I said. It And that's one of the things that has taken a little bit longer than what I anticipated it taking. Um, some things that when I did talk to those other, um, the franchisees and the franchisers, uh, just a couple, like some things that happened to them like the the amount of time it's taken for me to get the locations established uh, for my machines so that I can get them out there. Um, a lot of the other owners, it, it took a lot of them a long time as well, which is not something that I thought about bringing up, but it's also something that they never offered up either. So it's right. like- It's the validation stage. Again, exactly. we talked we talked about like that. It's you know, you exactly. can look at all the uh, you can look at all the financial documents in an FDD, the item 19. Uh, but the true yeah. validation is really trying to connect to existing franchisees that kind of may may have your background. Yeah. Uh, somebody who is early in business ownership. This is, you know, kind of growing, diver uh, diversifying. And then the experienced franchisee, someone who's been successful or somebody who's maybe yeah. even struggling. So the validation to your point is probably the critical yeah. part in a journey while you're looking at all this, correct? And that's definitely what I did uh, whenever you told me to do that. I spoke to like half a dozen people, half a dozen owners that were already out there um, in and out of the area that I want to put my vending machines in. Um, and I heard great things from everyone about the actual business uh, itself and like owning a vending machine and 
um, just the day-to-day operations of doing that. And I was like, this sounds great. Like, yeah, this is, this is, this is exactly what I was needing from my transition from the military out and doing my own business. Um, just because of like the, the lower cost, the lower overhead, the lower amount of time that's requires to maintain these things. Um, and then the support that the company itself offers, because a lot of people for the vending machines anyways, a lot of people think of like franchises and like, I was the same way when I came to you, I was like, a franchise is going to be a big business. You know, it's, it's all these name brands that you see everywhere that you can like purchase into. And then you own that building and stuff kind of basically, uh, I quickly found out that was not the case always. So <laughs> you are absolutely right. My friend Emily, uh, my friend Emily over at Brand One puts it best. She says, There's a lot more to franchising than the golden arches and the five dollar yes. foot long. And people don't yes. realize that. And it's 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 a powerful way for people to consider to get into business. And you can yes, you know, and to circle back to how we started out in this conversation, you have a lot of big dreams and a lot of goals mm-hmm. that you're working on. Do you see what you've learned in this experience now with your own independent, now a franchising, growing and diversifying into other businesses? I mean, uh, is this is this what you're looking to do as you get one set up, grow it, stop mm-hmm. when you're done with that one, and then move on to the next one? So I think what I'm going to do is just kind of transition um, my vending into my future business. Um, and then if if it just becomes either too much or just, I just don't need it anymore. Um, then I will either, I'll sell it, I'll pass it off, I'll do something with it. Uh, but at this point in time, I do plan on like carrying it with me and just transitioning it. Okay, um, great. Pretty much as long as I can. And I'm just, I'm gonna keep using it because it's, <laughs> it's not gonna require a ton of time for me. It's not gonna, it's like, I'm going to manage everything digitally on my phone. As we talked about earlier, I'm, so my sister is going to stock the machines for me and do any maintenance that needs to be done. I'm going to run everything else through just my phone. Cause that, that I, that's amazing. I mean, you know, so let's touch on that because this yeah. is something that you and I had gone through in our initial yeah. consultation steps about, um, and I think one of the quest- first questions I asked you after we kind of, you know, had an initial conversation was, how much time do you have to devote to a business? And we really started <laughs> to break out right. your thought process. So we really narrowed it down to that while a brick and mortar location would be awesome for you, exactly. let's forget the financial picture for a second, yeah. that in reality that if you were going to go in that direction of brick and mortar, you would have to go out and hire somebody to run the business. Now you had your sister, but still your sister has to earn an income too. So that would take away from, you know, basically what you wanted to do or your financial goals. So when we started looking at semi-absentee or this uh, passive type business technology, that uh, iPhone, iPad, smartphone type business, um, you kind of were scratching your head a little bit, right? I mean, I was, I was, yeah, absolutely. Because even starting out in this, you're like, well, are you gonna have time for this? How are you gonna be able to do this? Like when, what kind of timeline do you see? I'm like, man, well, I was really wanting something that I could start before I got out. So I could already have it set up and going during my transition phase. And so I was like, that's when I ran into a problem. I was like, all right, 
let me think about a solution to this. How can I create like create a kind of unique situation that I have right now and make it work? So I called I called like three of my friends. I was like, <laughs> hey, would you have time? Like, would you have like five hours a week <laughs> to go <see laughs> for me if I paid you? And they were like, um, I don't want to do that. I was like, I'm going to pay you. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be at your place of work or like, it's going to be like on your route to work, whatever. It's not going to be super inconvenient and you'll get more money. They're like, I don't want to do that, Shay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. My sister. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, and again, I think the point here for our audience to be really listening to is, is that regardless of whether it's an independent business or a franchise, yeah. there are there are still moving parts. I mean, there there 100%. are marks to start a business, and you had a lot of roadblocks as far yeah. as time, uh, you know, flexibility. What's yeah. the, the flexibility? So. This type of business, but knowing that the support was there and yeah. really only needing your sister and again, minimal hours a week to get the business yep. rolling, um, it kind of fit it kind of fit into everything and kind of that it consultative did. process, yeah. learning what you wanted and kind of exactly. putting it together and then kind of finding the brand that fit. Um, exactly. And I think it's safe to say, Lachey, that it's okay for someone like yourself or anyone to really start off on a smaller side and then grow big Absolutely. versus starting big and, and, and just running into even more roadblocks. Is that fair? I, I mean, cause I talk I a lot about that bigger, with my clients. Yeah. yeah. If I tried to go bigger, right. Like then when we first started talking and you like, if you just let me, <laughs> I, I would not have um, even gotten as far as I am now with, my business that I am trying to open whenever I do get to Florida. So I thank you for that. <laughs> really me back in a little <laughs> bit. Um, because yeah, I would not, I would not be as far as I am if I tried to start bigger sooner. And so learning that at the very beginning, which is very fortunate for me, and then learning the different aspects of um, reaching out to others for answers, communicating with people, asking the questions, keeping contacts, networking. I have learned all of that just from opening, just from starting a vending machine business that has immensely helped me in starting my gym because I'm so much further now in that process than I ever thought I would have been at this point. Yeah, you've, so. you, I mean, you, you, you've, I think one of the things that you've done by going through this process with me and you know, eventually landing on the vending machine uh, business naturals to go is that you probably have a better sense of what questions to ask and really yeah. kind of what to look Both for. Of that. Yeah, you know, for sure. it's, it's, it's a kind of a safety net starting off small and then going mm -hmm. bigger. So, uh, well, that's great. Um, Lachey, you're, you know, you, you have your business, it's up and coming is, uh, anybody in the areas that you're interested, uh, is there anybody that you want them to reach out to you in regards to your vending machine, um, putting them in? I mean, is there a way you want um, somebody to get a hold of you or would you rather wait until it's really fully up and running before we ask people to be able to get a hold of you? I'll leave that up to you. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm actively looking for locations now. Um, so I'm, the area that I'm putting them all in is the Oklahoma City area. 
and any businesses that need a vending machine that can be completely catered to you and your business, um, you will work with me directly or with my sister directly. Uh, you'll have direct lines of contact to us. And if any issues arise, it'll be that easy to contact somebody and just let them know that there's an issue and to stock any of the snacks, anything like that that you guys want. That's what we're there for. So and I think, see. and just to make a plug on your business versus a standardized vending machine business, yeah. you have a lot of flexibility on what oh, your yeah. clients can put in the machine. I mean, this isn't Snickers and M&Ms. I mean, right. if, and again, you're focused on health. Right, right. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that there are a lot of healthy options, things that may lead more to what the office or the location exactly. really needs versus what exactly. the standardized items are. Is that, exactly. that, that, that that's it? Great, great. Well, we'll 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 let people know that you can reach Lachey. We'll have your name and everything. Uh, yep. Your name's going to be up on the uh, in a font there, and uh, you can reach out to the uh, you by. Uh, on LinkedIn, send a message if you want some more information about her vending services. Uh, yep. But this has been a great, uh, it, it's so wonderful to listen to you about your journey. I I, I know, I, I hope you remain in contact and reach out if you have any questions. I mean, that's what we do here at Scott Milo's FranchiseCoach.com. We, we like to, you know, kind of uh, stay in contact and, and always uh, hear more about your journey. But yeah, uh, any closing thoughts about anything else you want to share, anything that comes to mind? Uh, I mean, before we close out here. Hmm. I say that if you have questions, just ask them. Don't try to mull it over in your own head, trying to figure it out, spending hours on Google where you might eventually get some kind of an answer. Um, go talk to mentors like yourself. Score.org um, also is a volunteer-based uh, mentor platform that you don't pay for. It's run by the uh, Small Business Administration. And just find those mentors that you need. And um, I will definitely be keeping in contact with you, Scotty, because who knows, like, <laughs> well, thank like you. hey, when I franchise that gym, you just let me know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we actually help people franchise their business. I mean, that's definitely yep. a process. But this yep. this has been great, Lachey. And again, you can reach out to Lachey over on LinkedIn and send her a message. She'll get back to you. Keep in mind that she is servicing the country still. So uh, it may not be a direct, uh, immediate response, but I'm sure either herself or her sister will get back to you. So this has been great, Lachey. Thanks again. And again, thank you again for serving. Um, uh, we wish you Godspeed and safety out there. Uh, it's a crazy world we live in right now, yeah. so uh, you know, we won't go down that path. But this has been uh, Scotty Milas, uh, All Things Considered Franchising, scottmilasfranchisecoach.com. You can reach me at scott at scottmilasfranchisecoach.com or 860-751-9126 is a direct line number. I Believe it or not, I still use the phone. <laughs> I still talk to people. I think you but gave again, me like two or three phone numbers to contact. Yes, yep, 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 yep. And uh, uh, again, uh, we've been talking to Lachey Bacon, uh, owner of Health by Bacon. Yep. And uh, personal training business. So you're in her areas and you're looking for some personal training. I mean, definitely uh, uh, someone you should reach out to. So this is, again, Scotty Milas signing off for this episode of All Things Considered Franchising. <laughs>